When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello everyone. Well, if you're listening, you're a regular subscriber, of course, to The Doggy Pod. And if you're not listening, I've got to tell you, your dog's missing out. So they, may, they may not be regulars, Rob. They might be a first-time listener, which would be and, good. And if you that, are, welcome. And now they're going to be regulars, of course. <laughs> I'm Dr. Rob Zamet, by the way. Who, and I am Dr. Rob's producer, Stephen Peters. And together we're talking. <laughs> we're talking all things dogs this week. Dr. Rob's going to give every dog owner some tips about little things you can do to make your dog's life just that little bit happier. Yeah, and if you have a a new dog uh, that just won't behave, or even an older dog that won't behave, well, I'm going to take a little bit of time this week to give you some things you can do on a weekly basis that just will bring your dog's life a huge difference in behaving and being part of the family. Yeah, just some simple little training tips That's we should it. all know. Uh, and and once again this week, we're going to meet one of Rob's dogs. Yes, he's got so many dogs. This could go on for weeks, as we all know. And um, we're going to meet another one of Rob's dogs today. But first, what's been happening in the clinic this week, Rob? You've been well, busy? Oh, yeah. We got, I would say smashed. Stupid question, I know. We, but, yeah. Yesterday, uh, we got smashed, Stephen, with... Caesarean sections. We had five seizures in one day. Now, remember, caesareans are often an emergency, so they take up a bit of time over and above all the regular things you've also got to get done. You know, the desections. Were you expecting and, them to, to uh, have these? We were expecting two on the day. Two were uh, premeditated. You know, we, we, they were elective caesareans, but the other three were not. And we talked a little bit about, you know, your female having puppies and knowing what to do. And that's part of the reason, I guess, people are starting to realise if the female delivers a puppy and then it goes more than one hour, 
she's got inertia and needs some help, either uh, stepping in with some drugs to try and get her going again. That doesn't work. You go to a C-section. The other one was one that the person finally got worried, thank goodness. Uh, she, it was 65 days since she'd been mated. And the thing that dogs can't do is go over. They, what should it be? 63 days, plus or minus one. Uh, when it gets to 65 or 66, then you've got to look at the progesterone levels of the female. If a progesterone level is low, and that's what happens, you see, progesterone is the hormone that maintains a healthy placenta in the uterus. Without it, you, the puppy dies, or the fetus dies, no matter what it is, what species it is. You have to have progesterone. Most of the placentas will produce their own progesterone, not in dogs. The progesterone is only produced by the ovaries, and around 61 days it starts to fall off. By 63, it's gone. And if you don't step in and do something, deliver those puppies somehow, they again will die. So we had one female that had gone over time. Her progesterone level was baseline, no progesterone. We had to go wow. in straight away and, and get the puppies out. They all came out okay. In fact, very happily, I can say with the type of anesthetics that we use these days, we didn't lose one pup. Uh, so we worked out we delivered well over 60 puppies this in one day. It was 60 all, puppies out of all, your clinic in one day. All big litters, the whole of them, Labradors. <laughs> just, oh, I couldn't believe it. Just a lot of a lot of pups all delivered in one one day from five caesareans. Doctor uh, Robin, the team of baby makers. Wow. Well, yeah, one of them like had ten pups, another one had fourteen. It was just a lot of puppies. Alrighty, now I'm sure if you're a regular doggy pod listener, you you love your dog or dogs to bits, but beyond giving them treats, what else can we do to show our dogs that we care? You know, to give them something soft and squishy that they go, oh, my mum and dad love me. What else can we do to make their lives just that little bit better? Let's face it, they're only in our lives for a relatively short time. So, Rob, are there some just some things we can things we can do to just kind of make them yep. realise how much we love them? I mean, <laughs> one of the things that every dog loves is snuggling with its owner. It doesn't have to be on your really? bed. Really? Yeah, every dog? Yeah, every dog. I do not know a dog that doesn't like a snuggle. Yeah, on the bed, on the lounge, on the floor, I don't care. Just snuggle with them. Dogs love that. They just love, you know, you think about it in a pack, when they all go to sleep in a pack, they're all pretty much together, especially if it's a cold night. They're all snuggling into each other. Well, mm. yeah, you're part of that. You, you're the pack leader if things have gone right in your home. And, uh, you know, you've got to lay down, snuggle with them. They just love it. Who doesn't love a hug? You're right. Yeah. So you're saying what? We should do it more often. Well, hugs are therapeutic for us mm. as well as them. So, yes, do it, do it more often. And don't just do it, you know, here's a hug, go away. No, lay down, <laughs> spend a bit of time. And you could do that while you're watching television. You know, have it get... Uh, bring back what were those uh, bean bags? Bring back the bean bag, <laughs> so so you can lay. Ooh, I don't know about that. That that feels like a stretch. Oh well, something you can lay on with the or welcome the dog up onto the lounge. Buy a bigger lounge if you have to, but yeah, dogs love it. Just do it watching TV. And the, on that note, better than watching TV, of course, you love to read. You know, a good book, nothing like it. Read out loud sometimes to your dog. 
Yeah, all of a sudden the dog's saying, well, he's really... And, and yeah, look at your dog when you're reading well, occasionally. Because the dog will think you're talking to them. Exactly. Yeah, the dog says, hmm, these are interesting words. Or the dog might even think, yeah, I can write better than that. And I'm sure they can. But yeah, read to your dog. The dogs love it. They, they love it. And talk to your dogs. <laughs> during the... Yeah, right, okay. I'm going to get your dinner now. And I, yeah, you're going to get some really lovely biscuits in there. And I'm adding some meat that I've got there for you. I've gone out and hunted and caught it. You must think I'm a great little hunter and gatherer. So communicate more, is what you're Just saying. With words, talking to them. Yeah. And, and the other way you can communicate, do you send your dog off to the groomer? Sure, that's okay. But occasionally, do some grooming yourself. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with picking up a brush and just brushing the dog. In between the main grooming exercises where it goes off to get trimmed and done properly by a, a good groomer that knows what they're doing, uh, make sure you have a kind groomer because they're not all that kind sometimes. Um, but mm. yeah, do some grooming yourself. It's a great bonding. Just thing with a brush, you, you reckon? A brush, a soft brush. Your hands will be fine. Yeah, one of my um, old instructors in dog training used to say, I use my hands and, and never use a brush. When he brushes his dogs, he used his fingers and hands and that's how he got all the dead hair out. But the dog loved it because he's got, you know, the, his master is just brushing him all the time with his hands, running his hands over. While you're on that note, have you ever thought about a, a doggy massage? If you like massages yourself, well, why wouldn't yeah, your dog like it? Yeah, why wouldn't your dog like it? Same deal, people. Your dog loves a massage. And again, <laughs> learn where it's, all it's the It's funny, I, I don't think I've ever brushed my dogs. <gasps> what? Stephen Peters. Well, now <laughs> I'll know what you'll be doing this week and send me the photos. So, <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, it's something they enjoy. They... Of course, love being brushed by anyone, but by their owner, that's special. By being massaged. Now, where are the main muscle groups? Obviously, the back legs. You can see the main muscle groups. Along the back, the longissimus muscles, they're important to massage those. The neck muscles, they love their neck muscles being um, massaged. The muscles just in front of the tail, it's, you know, called the croup area. And, of course, the muscles of the... Um, the front leg and don't forget the belly the belly you don't massage hard more than anything else you just give them a decent belly rub again i do not know a dog that doesn't like a belly rub by its owner no really right. don't. but when you're doing this massage i assume it's quite light massage. oh yeah oh it depends on the size of the dog you know um my big dogs they get they get a good rub down they love it yeah it's just oh and that's the problem, of course. You start on one, and the others are lining up. I'm telling you, as they form a queue, oh, no, what have I started? One, next, next. But, yeah, <laughs> what you do for one, you do for all. That's the, what you have to do. Yeah. Now, and don't forget the simple things. When you're gardening, take your dog out with you. Yeah. If you feel like it's, it's a really nice day, why not have a, you set your sandwich for lunch outside with your dog on the grass? little picnic for your dog. Don't have to feed the dog. He's happy to be there. But that sort of thing goes a long way for your dog. Mm. And you know, dining, when you're eating your food, have your dog come in and just lay down beside you, not jumping on but the table. But hang on, not... which dog's going to do that? They're just going to sit there and stare at you while you're, eat while you're eating, aren't they? Uh, they may, if you <laughs> haven't big. trained them properly. Yeah, yes, that's the Aren't they good at doing that? <laughs> they are just yeah, I know. Well, I just know from personal experience, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you've got to just know, sorry, that's it. You've had your food or 
you, you feed your dog, depending on your dog's temperament, sometimes I'll recommend you feed your dog after you have your meal. Your dog comes in, lays down beside you, on a lead if you have to, to get control of it at first. Why do I tell them to do it, eat first and then feed the dog? If you have a very dominant dog that's becoming a problem in the house, then he eats after the family eats. Mostly, we feed our dogs before we eat. You know, and that's yeah, same here. Do- yeah, dogs accept that. That's quite okay. But if you have a dominant dog that's all over you and you know, is just about reading you the right act and telling you what it wants and you have to you know, do what it tells you to do, it's time to take hold of that lead and be in command. One of the things I tell people is put, put it on the lead, lay it down beside you uh, when everyone's eating. When everyone's finished eating, then you can get up and take the dog out and feed it. Just to establishes a little bit of hierarchy, which is important to the dog. Dogs like hierarchy there. Uh, they are like a structured lifestyle. They get that in the pack. They like it at home with the family. Now, we often get mail asking Dr. Rob for training tips. You know, of course, the best thing you can do is, is probably sign up to a puppy preschool or, or doggy training course somewhere. There's lots of great places around. But what if you just don't have the time? And, you know, a lot of us don't. And there's, you know, always other things we have to be doing. What are some simple things we can do at home, Rob, to sort of help train a recalcitrant mm-hmm. canine or a dog that just <laughs> need a little bit, needs a little bit more discipline, maybe? Well, there are no bad dogs. It's just that we don't train them or socialise them properly. And puppy preschool is just that. It's preschool. Would you stop your child's education at the end of preschool? Of course not. Most people think, I've been to preschool with my dog, puppy preschool, that's enough. You've got to keep going. You've got to keep training them. Either, as Stephen said, go to an obedience school yourself do not send them somewhere to be trained. You have to do it yourself. Uh, but keep the socialization going by going out. If you can't get to, to a training class, sure, you've still got to get them out and socialize them. Socialization is an extremely important part of your dog's training. So the first thing is get him out meeting people and accepting other dogs and accepting other people. That's vital in any dog's Uh, vocabulary the other thing that you've got to try and start doing is think dog if you want to train a dog properly think dog for example you know the other day um one of ainsley's dogs the australian shepherd that you see yeah he's a red merle post post, uh, pictures yeah we see we see him quite often banjo um he was in the uh, room where we're getting the food ready for the dogs Ainsley had prepared all the bowls early and put a towel over them. Well, the dog came in and he's used to jumping up there to get a massage and and a groom. So he jumped up there because all he saw was the towel. He didn't know the food was under there, all the bowls that went flying everywhere. And to my daughter's credit, she said, Dad, I just didn't think dog. You know, I, I had it all covered up to make sure didn't go stale or no flies or oh. nothing got on it, whatever. But he just saw the, the top there and I couldn't be angry at him. All he did was jump on the table, which I often ask him to do. Correct, darling, I said. That's exactly right. So you have think, to think dog. dog. Always. If, he's, if your dog's doing something wrong, 
think why is is it he's not doing it to be naughty he's just doing it because that's a behavior he wants to do for some reason and you've got to start thinking why does he do it and how can i change that behavior so you do have to start and even the simple things you know teaching them to sit on on command is really important you don't just say and this is what I often hear when, when people are teaching their dogs to sit. What do you hear? Sit, 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 sit. Your dog's not deaf. Don't keep repeating it. You say it once. If your dog knows the word sit, you say sit. If it doesn't do it, then you gently lift the head up and push down on the bottom and say sit. Make them do it the second time and always end in praise. Good dog. Now, I always try and sit my dogs before I feed them. So they sit and stay. They've learnt two commands. The food goes on the ground, stay. As puppies, just hold them in that sit position and just say, stay, stay. Good dog, eat your food. That's vital to teaching them restraint, teaching them patience, and teaching them the word stay so that they will remain in a position when you need them to. yeah, you know, if a dog is happens to get out of your property and is on the other side of the road when he sees you, he may want to start running towards you when there's a car coming. Yes, that's stay. crucial. You say yes. yell it straight away. You say stay, and if that dog knows the word, he hopefully he will stay there and not get hit by the car. So it's a great thing to do. Sit, stay. Sometimes you do a sit, stay when you're outside. As well, just sit, stay. You go and pick something up. Come back to the dog. Good dog. Always finish every exercise in praise. So is this something people should be doing sort of daily, do you think? Yeah. If you, well, think about a guide dog. A guide dog goes through its training program for however long it is, 9, 12, 18 months, whatever it is. At the end of that, it goes and does its work with its new owner. But that work is the same as it's been doing, the same as it's been taught at guide dog training school. So it's repeating the exercises all the time. And yes, that's why you do these things every day. Certainly, you feed them every day, don't you? Or they can sit, stay every day quite easily. Sit, stay. Don't make it one word. Sit, stay. It's not one. It's not one command. Sit, good dog. Stay, good dog. Right, you have a okay. little break. Yeah, and you should be able to build it up so the dog will stay there for five minutes. Yeah, you know, or stay there until you release it before it eats its food. It should happen that way. Really? Right. Uh, Yep. Good luck with that, listeners. The other thing that I always do is teach the dog the little funny things that we think, oh, why do you teach the dog to shake hands? The reason you're not doing it because you want the dog to be social. The dog doesn't understand these shaking hands. He's just lifting his paw. And by lifting the paw, he's saying, yep, it's okay. I'm not going to attack you. Uh, I'm submitting to you by by doing that shake hands. But the the more important thing is he's learning a new command. Now, you can do it with food or you can do it with praise, but teach your dog to just shake hands or, you know, whatever you want to call it, lift your paw, whatever you want to, you know, you can say cabbage. The dog doesn't know what the word means, but he knows how to act when you keep repeating that word. You're opening the brain pathways. That's why you do it. It opens the mm. pathways. It's same as kids. Kids that are never taught anything when they're young, much harder to teach them things when they're older. And if you start young with children, you start young with your dogs, it's not, you, not that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You can, 
but it's just that much harder. And if he's already been learning things, just simple things like sit, stay, um, shake hands, all of a sudden he's starting to relate to how to learn, and that's vital for any dog. The other, oh. the other exercise, yeah. of course, is oh, come. Yeah, you want the dog to come when he's called to come to you. Yeah. So what's, how, how could you teach a dog to do that? You don't, when you prepare his food, try and have him away somewhere, and then you know, just say, come, come, yeah, here's your food, pop, pop, pop. And they come over, smell the food, straight away pick something out of the bowl and give it to them because they've, they've come, they've done the trick. That's vital. Then sit, stay, good dog, put the food down, then feed the dog. So while the dog is eating, what you should be teaching the dog is good dog. Yeah, the words good dog to a dog, at first, you know what they mean to a dog? In canine, it means blah, 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 blah. That's what he's hearing. <laughs> but it's the tone of your voice, of course, that's important. The tone of the voice and the reward. He's eating something. It, it feels good for him to eat. And you're saying, good dog, good dog. So he's hearing those words while he's feeling good for him. He'll, he will start re- releasing the same endorphins that he releases when he's eating. He thinks, this is good. Yeah, good dog means something. So that's that's pretty vital. There you go, everybody. Go and grab your dog now and say, good dog. Yeah, just sit down, pat it. Good dog, good dog. And again, patting it, that's releasing some endorphins. Touch is important. We said massage is vital to dogs, um, that, to a good relation that you build up with your dogs. A great idea. Alrighty, well, I hope you are enjoying this episode of the Doggy Pod. Uh, and by the way, this is Series 3, Episode 10. So uh, there are another two full series of Doggy Pod episodes sitting out there. If you haven't been listening all along, just hop back onto your uh, platform of choice where you listen to podcasts and you'll find Series 1 and 2. And uh, there's a ton of stuff there. But anyway, it's time for Rob's Dogs. Now, Rob, I think you said you wanted to do something slightly different with Rob's well, dogs this yeah. week. He's a dog that lives in the house and uh, yeah. is part of our family. But technically, he's more my daughter's dog. Ainsley uh, bought this dog. We bought it for her uh, four years ago. He's four years old now. And she so des- this is Rob's daughter's dog. That's right. <laughs> I guess it is. <laughs> she decided that she wanted an Australian Shepherd. And as you well know, an Australian Shepherd is an American breed. Can you believe that? Mm. Oof, are we confused? Um, yeah, they evolved in America as a breed that uh, herds sheep. They believe that they came from Australian stock, and that's why they called them over there the Aussie Shepherd, the Australian Shepherd. And that they find a, a really good place in families right through this country because of their great temperament. This dog is just He's a very wonderful. cute dog, is Banjo, I must say. Yeah, about, the, about a little bit bigger than the Kelpie, you know, a bit bigger than possibly even an Australian cattle dog. Uh, slightly long hair, not, not long like a collie, but you know, it has that feathering, it's called, to make him mm. look very, well, you know, pretty cool-looking dog. Uh, they come in many colours. They can be tricolours. Banjo is a red merle colour and just a loving, loving dog. How old did you say? Four years old. Having said that, I also know Mm -hmm. that if someone came in to try and do harm to the house or 
if anyone even thought about hurting Ainsley, apart from being dead after I get them, uh, Banjo would really get <laughs> seriously uh, get stuck into him. He's just very protective of her, loves her, and you can see that there's that protective instinct in him. Very social dog, loves people, trust him with kids, trust him with other dogs, but don't hurt Ainsley or you're going to be at the other end of some big teeth into you. I, I do love the Australian Shepherd. It's a, a beautiful breed. I had them for some years on and off, and uh, this one, well, he's pretty special to our family. Banjo. Let's hope Banjo's listening right now. Yeah. Thank you once again for listening to The Doggy Pod. It means a lot to Dr. Rob and myself, knowing that you're out there every week. Um, if you do have a question for Dr. Rob, drop him a line at thedoggypod at gmail.com. Thedoggypod at gmail.com. And uh, we'll try and answer it um, in one of our episodes. That's always a bit of fun. Um, and, of course, uh, if you're not already, follow us on Facebook and, and Instagram. There's always stuff happening there. Um, and I will say goodbye, and Rob always likes to have the last word. <laughs> yeah, look, we started the Doggy Pod because COVID started. We thought, how can we help people you know, want a dog? And certainly it was timely because a lot of people got a lot of dogs during the COVID crisis. And we would see them everywhere. I used to see them down at the dog park here. I guess I have a question. Where are the dogs? At the moment, I'm a bit worried because I was went past the dog park today. There were very few people there with their dogs. And yet, yeah. Mm. It, it, the Maybe they're getting a off. hug and a cuddle and a massage. I hope so, people. Don't forget your dog just because COVID's over. Take them for a walk. Don't forget, take them to a lake or the beach. Um, get them out to the park. Take them on the picnic. Find a place where you can take your dog you know, dining if you want to. See, they will just lay down quietly if you've got a well-behaved dog and you have a cafe where you could have lunch just out on the outside. They love are these your to... words of wisdom, Rob? These are my words <laughs> of wisdom. Where is your dog? Look, okay. Well, that's it then. There's your words of wisdom. Where is your dog? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people listen to the doggy pod whilst walking their dog, which is yeah. a great idea. Oh, fabulous idea. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you all next week. See you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.